When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sawinski in motion. O'Connell, they're going to bring a blitz. There's a pass caught. Payne Durham dragging a tackler close to the goal line. What's the call? Is he in? Yes! Touchdown, Boilermakers! Payne Durham with the touchdown reception as Purdue beat the all-out blitz. Aiden O'Connell took a hit. Tom, thanks for joining us. How are you doing this morning? <clears throat> Not as good as you guys. <laughs> <laughs> right? TD, how are you? Well, you're playing for a Big, you're playing for a Big Ten title. We just got a great coach. Not man. only that, basketball's in the top five right now. Listen, even Steven or what, Tom? I don't, every time I hit my, my Twitter timeline, there's Matt Rule stuff. <laughs> <laughs> trending this, trending that. Yeah, tour, yeah. No, I know it's exciting times. You're right about Purdue, though, right? A lot of longtime uh, program watchers or school watchers cannot recall, like, I guess about a seven-day period of as rousing as, as what they just experienced with the basketball team. Of course, as you mentioned, the football team guys headed to Indianapolis for the first time ever to play for the Big Ten Championship. Those are some words I never thought I'd utter. TD, let me ask you something. You and I have talked about Jeff Brom a ton for years, and it's like I almost got the sense with Boilermaker Nation it was he does just enough to not have you get mad enough to have to do something different. When you look at this season, you started with no wide receivers. You lost a great co-defensive coordinator who was actually the guy. You kind of did it the hard way. Can he, is he going to get some credit, or is it because of what Iowa didn't do? What's the perception? I think he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's widely uh, – I think respected among the fan base. They appreciate what he's done. They realize where this program was at before 2017. It was a, it was a train wreck, right? And he came in and won right away. There have been some ups and downs, as you would suspect. Building a program at a place like Purdue is not easy. It's not a destination for recruits or for, for super talented coaches. But Brahms are a real good fit here from a personality standpoint. I think over time he's come to appreciate, again, that fit. Uh, but I will say this, guys, there is always that elephant in the room with him, right? Is he going to go to Louisville? It's almost seems like, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's almost like, it's almost like an inevitability, right? It's not if, it's just a matter of when. Well, when's it going to happen? And everybody thought, well, this is going to be the year. They're going to fire Scott Satterfield, and Jeff's going to go home and answer the siren song of his alma mater. But it doesn't look like that's going to happen, right? And here we are, another feather in Brahms' cap, uh, and you're right, uh, he's, a, he's a heck of a game planner, a heck of a schemer. Man. Tom, this is a game that is David and Goliath. I don't know if there's any other way to put it, and I'm sure you guys recognize that over at Purdue. People are giving you a slim chance of winning this football game. But inside looking out, how have the boys been embracing the underdog mentality this week? I think pretty good. We're going to talk to more of them on, uh, well, today and then on Wednesday. We have our access to the offensive guys today and then the defense on Wednesday. So you're telling me Purdue's an underdog, huh? <laughs> I, I, you know what? There's some birdie that told me that. 
16 and a half points. You know what's funny? I'll throw something at you that they had in the notes yesterday. Jeff Rom is 3-0 and against top three teams in his Purdue tenure. Uh, remember, he beat, the, beat Ohio State in 2018 mm-hmm. in that Tyler Trent game. And then last year, he beat number two Iowa in Iowa City, and he beat like a top three Michigan State team. They came rolling into West Lafayette last year, rolling. I think they're right no, and Purdue beat him. So I guess what I'm trying to say is no moment's been too big for him. He's had a way of stepping up in these marquee matchups. Now, this test obviously is a huge one, right? I mean, this is a Michigan team on a mission, <clears throat> playoff bound, and uh, playing very well. We all saw it in Columbus last week. So this would be a titanic upset if, if somehow, some way, we were able to to pull it off. It's going to take the perfect game in a lot of different areas. Now, unfortunately, in a barn burner, I think Nebraska was his coming out party. But you got to walk me through the emergence of crazy legs. Like, what? <laughs> I, I got to talk to me about Maccabee and what he's meant for tough toughness with this Purdue ground game. You can appreciate it, Damon. And uh, he's been everything. It's been one of the, the most enjoyable stories I think this program's had in the last 20 or 25 years. Uh, yet another walk-on success story, right? And this guy's really given teeth to a running game at Purdue that usually is toothless. Uh, redshirt freshman from Southern Indiana. Is going to go to Navy? Purdue came in late, said you can walk on kid, and he was thrilled to death. And he's he's the real deal. I keep waiting for this to this dream to, to, yeah. to pop and this and not to be true. But you know what? There's nothing really physically impressive about him. About six feet tall, one ninety. He's not overly muscular. He's not a sprinter. But he just has that knack. Chris Barkley, the running backs coach, calls him soap. He's slippery, and he dies hard, guys. He dies oh, yeah. hard. As I like to say, and he can cut. Watch him cut. So he just has that knack. Maybe you can explain it, Daniel. But he just has that knack. And uh, you watch the film, and, and you can see he, he's easy to pick out. And, again, he's, he's made that offense that much better, giving it some balance. When you're taking a look at Purdue's offensive versatility, obviously, uh, Charlie Jones is the man. You've, you've gotten enough touches for Payne Durham to keep that offense honest. Is, what's the missing complement to give you a chance in Indianapolis, is it simply getting enough stops against the run, or is there an offensive piece that you need that you'd like to see emerge? They need a, a yen to Charlie Jones Yang, a wide receiver. Yeah. They ne- never had a number two receiver. Nobody stepped up, guys. Uh, losing David Bell early hurts, obviously, and they had another kid named Milton Wright, who was going to be probably the number one guy. He flunked out of school. And then another kid named Brock Thompson, who was the MVP of the bowl game last year, has been hurt basically all season. So, yeah, you know, Charlie Jones is, has his numbers, and he's had his moments. But by and large, it's a pretty pedestrian group of receivers. They really struggle to get open. They struggle to get separation. Very limited. So when you're going into some Michigan defense, guys, you've seen it. The secondary is good. And, Purdue's going to have to hit some big plays if they want to win, and that's going to be hard to do with what I think is a receiving core that, by and large, is pretty average outside of Charlie Jones. And our hearts go out to not only the Purdue community, but Aiden O'Connell and his family, too, and the difficult time that they are, are experiencing right now and losing uh, his older brother. Coach Brom did say that he will play on Saturday. Mm. How have the guys in the locker room rallied around him during this difficult time? Yeah, you know, I, I, Coach Brown, like you said, talked about that yesterday. I asked him at first. I was 
I wasn't, I wasn't really sure, you know. I mean, this is a big deal, obviously. Yes. That's the same. I can't even imagine trying to play a football game and focus. So he said he's going to play, like you said. Uh, there was a chance he wasn't going to play last week, but he gutted it out. He's still not on campus as of yesterday, obviously, back home attending to family matters. And Jeff Rom said, yeah, Jeff, you know, he said that just being around your teammates at a point in time like that can't help you, right? And uh, he thought there was some convalescence there to be around your teammates to help kind of rally you through this difficult time. And we'll see. Things change day to day, right? Sometimes the, the, the real reality of things sink in over time as, as it marches on. So uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm sure we'll ask some of the, his teammates today how they think he's doing here moving forward as they head toward a Saturday in that big game in Indianapolis. Tom, we'll get you out of here on this. And I want to talk about Aiden O'Connell because I think he's underappreciated. He's a veteran. He's thrown for over 3,000. He's a two-to-one touchdown to interception guy. And he's the, he's the straw that stirs that drink. There's no doubt about it in that offense. Historically, he's playing for a Big Ten championship as a 28th-year senior. <laughs> what's, what, what's it meant? For him as a, as a, as a play, player, yeah. I think he's going to leave here with a place to produce cradle of quarterbacks. Mm. And I think that's a mouthful when you consider who's who's taken snaps here over the years with, you know, Jim Everett and obviously Drew Brees and Kyle Orton, Lynn Dawson, Bob Greasy, mm. Mark Herman. I, I think he, he's going to have a spot alongside all those guys. And that says a lot for a kid who got here in 2017 as a skinny walk-on from suburban Chicago who was about eighth string. And crazy things happen in life, right? He kept his head down and kept working. He looks up, and all of a sudden he's starting. <clears throat> now he's going to leave here as an all-time great. So just another fun story, right? And if you guys ever get a chance to talk to him, he's he's even a better person, the kind of guy you'd want your daughter to marry. But he's already married, right? He married about yeah. half player this summer. <laughs> but anyway, just it's been a great fun story, and it's just unfortunate that we're seeing it punctuated by him having to deal with this tragedy here. Tom, we appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for hopping on with us, and good luck on Saturday. Edie, next time it'll be hoops, buddy. Hey, I always love talking to my new people. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Tom. Coming up next, we'll continue the Big Ten Wrap with Ben Wargle, publisher and editor of Badger Nation. We'll chat the new head coach and also a little hoops action with him next on Hale Varsity Radio.